Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Only Black Cosmonaut. Um, today's a special day. Today's a special day. We have on the podcast with us Brandon Douglas. Now, let me give you a quick introduction of Brandon Douglas. He is a parkour athlete known in the Colorado Apex community. He is efficient with his flow. He's um, pretty much has a history of winning competitions because of that efficiency through speed. And um, now in his uh, current days, I believe he's just living his life as an adult um, and still has some time to train. The reason why I brought him on this podcast, as you might know, um, I focus a lot on mindfulness now and seeing that um, Brandon was an athlete or is an athlete, especially in the past that I looked up to just for his his mindset or the mindset I believed he had because I didn't know him personally when I saw him flow, especially of um, against other athletes in the competition, he just seemed like he had a, uh, a certain state of mind that wasn't um, comparable. So I was just really impressed by that. And here we are today. I have him on the podcast and just going to ask him three general questions um, in hopes that we can get more of what it is that is Brandon in regards to getting to his mind and hopefully get some jewels out of that as well and even have a great conversation so brandon welcome to only black cosmonaut and uh welcome to the podcast and i'm so glad you're here hey howard thanks a lot for having me man it's a pleasure it's my honor to be on your podcast and no problem uh, man. you're the first guest so yeah i'm the first Thank guest you. oh my you, God. yeah man double yeah. honor <laughs> double double down on it because uh, that means a lot and i appreciate you um, inviting me on and appearing on my podcast as well so not a problem, man. One hand washes the other. I definitely was honored to be in part with you, um, podcast, as well as just even step into this this realm of, um, you know, of being closer to you just as an individual, um, coming from a fan base and now somewhat, you know, standing shoulder to shoulder or standing, you know, on the shoulder of a giant in that way. I, I, I am appreciative, too. So um, before we begin, um, I don't know if you're willing. I'm, well, you have to now because you're on the podcast, right. so too late. I'm going to ask that we take three deep breaths together. Okay. And the easiest way to balance that out is you're going to count for four seconds in and then four seconds out. Four seconds in and then four seconds out. And we're going to do that three times, right? Sounds great. So we're just using that space to bring a sense of wholeness and, and um, fullness to this moment and awareness to this moment. And then we can get into the podcast. So I thank you for having doing this with me. So here we go. Let's do it. In. That's one. Two. That's two. Here's three. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. And I do that for the listeners. Thank you so much, Brandon. Thank um, you. No, I love that. I wish I would have done not that. No problem. That's a, that's a great <laughs> practice to have. Is no, no, I, I do that with you intentional no, about that. I, I try, dude. I try. All right. Well, let's get right into it, man. The first question I want to ask you in these three-parter is, what does it mean to, to you to be a leader? I mean, I don't know if you consider yourself to be a leader, but with what you've done with your performance as an athlete and your conditioning and the training and the coaching and even the videos and now with what I considered what you're doing with the high drop in the podcast, what does it mean to, for you to be a leader? That's a great question. 
first of all. I think it's really something that I want to know so much more about that I am afraid slightly to answer it because I don't I don't feel like I actually understand what kind of leader I fully and truly want to be yet. Um, mm. But for me, I know that it's important for a leader to set the example and live what they preach. And, you know, that just kind of goes down to like an integrity. I, I really admire my the people that I admire in terms of the leaders I look up to. They They have integrity with what they do and say. And they are bold and they, they can kind of create space for, for other people to feel empowered. Um, mm, and I, like I that. think that's, you know, you know, there's, there's okay. some cliches I could borrow from and stuff about creating <laughs> other leaders and like, but really no, but I get about empowering others, um, you know, and uh, I would say that I'm very much interested in, developing my leadership skills awesome well i definitely um thank you for that i i uh i can see what you're saying you know i could definitely see what you're saying i the reason why you know i no one my idea going forward with the podcast is that you be you know i want to ask these questions because i want to know um how much of you know your internal game you're working with mm. you know i think sometimes it's it's natural for us to do certain things in life. Um, but we forget that, you know, walking isn't natural. Like we all taught ourselves how to walk. Um, and a lot of what we do continuing on in life is that. So I appreciate your answer on that. My second question, sir, is um, can you give uh, the listeners and myself here an example in your um, parkour life of when you had to come over a whether it be a big or a semi-big adversity, um, and what was it and what did you have to do to come over it, uh, get over that adversity to be um, a better version of yourself, like on the other side of it? Hmm. To another, you know, these are great questions. You're not playing around. <laughs> I like what you're doing here, Howard. You got some powerful questions here. Drawn Mindfulness, man. Mindfulness. That's a leadership yeah. quality right there. Yeah, well, thank you. And, um, I would say that, you know, we we'd kind of talked about this, so I, I want to just kind of mm -hmm. steal from it because it is a really seminal moment for me with my training. If we're going to go specific to my training in terms of challenges I've overcome was I had, you know, the severe meniscus injury, had to have mm. my meniscus removed from my knee and was forced to embrace the idea that my timeline was limited and it helped me make each moment count um, and made me want to make each moment in each of my training sessions count. Um, so when I realized that, you know, my, not only was I out for a year before I could train again, so I felt like I lost a year, but I, I hadn't like, I started at and I laid it anyways. So I knew that like, if I wanted to get the most out of my training and achieve everything I could, I wasn't going to be able to waste any of my training time training in a way that didn't serve my goals. Mm. And for me, that became really apparent that I needed to, again, become more mindful of how I was training. And so what it taught me was I needed to think about what kind of training do I really want to do? What's the end goal? 
and I wanted to do kind of the most intense. And by by the way, I far outgrew like any imagination that I had of what I could actually achieve. <laughs> you know, that was that was a huge blessing. But I knew I'm I wanted good. to be able to do really in hard challenges at height, you know, with huge consequences. And I knew I wanted to be able to do them under pressure or under a situation where I probably don't get to, you know, be in the gym or moving obstacles or um, mm, I necessarily uh, even have that much time, maybe security's on the way, etc. So because I knew I wanted to yeah. train outside. So it forced me to really hone in on a trust, a building trust with myself. And that that was a very slow process. <laughs> because if you try to go too fast, then you destroy trust with yourself. Mm, and I, and I actually indeed. was building trust really quickly in the beginning. And then I had a huge, another injury. I smashed my foot on a wall and it wasn't that it wow. was a, it took me out for very long, but when I, anytime I bailed, it became a really, really hard thing to move past because I knew that I needed to be able to trust myself. I wanted to be like Floyd Mayweather 50 and O, you know, like with my with the training because if i was gonna if i was gonna be able to do challenges that could kill me potentially yeah then i needed that undefeated record in my mind to give myself a sense of trust that i can defeat the opponent that i felt i was ready for and mm. i don't really see the environment as an opponent per se but i just think that that's kind of how i looked at it and i love the fight analogy so i would All say right. that it was it was helpful and and to extrapolate to more general things for people that aren't like parkour focused and more just about mindfulness maybe is, you know, thinking about where you actually want to end up and then reverse engineering, you know, is really, really important to me because I learned mm. that if I really want to do that, I need to start practicing as if I'm already there. Right. Yeah. And, and that meant scaling it down to something that was embarrassingly small to start. Did it feel trust. like, did it feel like you were faking it till you're making it or it was more like it was a journey you knew you had to take these steps to get there? No, I think it was more like I needed it. It was easy because, you know, discipline actually doesn't come that easy to me. But when I really know what I want, then it comes totally easy to me. But it mm. was it was the it was the discipline that was necessary to not allow myself to go for challenges that I wasn't ready for. Because mm -hmm. I wanted that undefeated momentum to start building so I could really trust myself to do bigger and bigger challenges. Whereas every time I fell, I would knock my confidence down substantially. And so it took a lot of discipline sometimes to walk away from something that I wasn't ready for so that I could try something even more important and, and something more meaningful to me in the future. Um, and I'm not saying I did it perfectly at all. I just think that that was very helpful. That was your intention. It helped, me, it helped me accelerate through my training in a way that you know worked mm. worked very well for me well that's powerful man what i'm hearing is that you know you kind of honed in to your to the point of this podcast and yourself that mindfulness of um how you can do what you want to do even through again your adversity you know and it it, it kind of creates a powerful sense of you where you feel like you can almost do anything and do what you want and it kind of leads into my third question of, um, you know, if you had a superpower, what would that superpower be? You know, if you could have a superpower. If I could have any superpower or if yeah. you think, because there's two ways I think to, to look at that is 
what do I think my superpower would be in like, oh, you know, the, which one kind of fits me uh, or which you. one is the one that I want the most? <laughs> well, let's go with um, the one that you want the most. Okay. All right. The one that I want the most. See, like for me, I'm all about like, I mean, there's so many obvious ones that are just universally, they're just, they're so OP or whatever. Like x-ray visits? Like time travel <laughs> and like teleportation and yeah, um, teleportation. I think one of my favorite superheroes and one of the people I've resonated the most with is Wolverine. Yeah. So I really like that healing ability. Um, he's because awesome. he still feels everything. And so he feels mm-hmm. like human, but he's able that, that, that kind of superpower almost exists even if you don't have it. Yeah, you can kind of. That's what I like yeah. about that story is you can. I see it's you can heal your own wounds with enough. Yeah. Um, especially with this mindfulness, you can you can really, enough adamantium. Is that what you're saying? You can heal your own wounds. Well, the adamantium is not necessarily part of the superpower, <laughs> but that is a badass thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that I think I, I've always really liked that that just ability to endure. Awesome. So that would be your superpower to to be invincible somewhat but like have a have a hard level of endurance on top of it maybe not invincible yeah i mean like i like i like, I like telekinesis i like i like time travel and stuff too or like, you know rick <laughs> oh my god okay I, I would, I would are you sure you want a time travel? i'm gonna go all over the place now i want that i want that multiverse gun oh yeah yeah <laughs> i'm fascinated with um the idea of interdimensional travel now so i think i, mean, I think that might be one of my I mean, I'm down. I'm down. Let's let's build a spaceship and do it. Let's do it. No, <laughs> no. This that's definitely um, a superpower. I haven't I haven't thought of. I think um, you know my basis of even asking you these questions is really, um, you know, how much fun do you continue to have with your life? Like, you know, those. It's important for us to continuously learn that um, a lot of what we do we don't necessarily record and we're so detailed into remembering, but it's all happening to us, you know, and we're happening with it and having a sense of knowing where you are and having a sense of your breath in it all is super important. And it may not come as easy as um, sitting down and meditating or being a great anything. It's just you being yourself and finding yourself in these great states, you know, or in these moments where you're at your best, or um, your environment is conducive to just great things. And you're wondering like, man, I'm doing great right now. You know, again, as an athlete, that's one thing that, um, or even a, I call myself a homemade athlete, that I really think that when I decided to be better and conditioned as I did, not knowing you or even knowing what you were thinking, I was definitely thinking that it's important for me to say, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to break it down and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it in a way that helps strengthens me as much as free me to do it where and whenever I want to. So that if I'm an environment of other people, I don't have that hindrance or that blockage or that concern that might come with um, not knowing how to free myself or be the best version of myself because there's a lot going on and I can't necessarily shut out the noise. Mm-hmm. So um, kind of, wrapping it up but bringing it to um home where are you now in your life and this is not really a question i mean it's more of like uh, it's it's the question i didn't i didn't prepare you for secret bonus but um yeah secret bonus question i mean um where are you now in your life that that um 
you feel is important to your physical and mental health um, that you can share with the listeners um, in a way that it's like, um, what do you do as a practice to stay mindful or even um, bring yourself in a happy place? What are some of your practices? Mm, well, that's, you know, again, killing it with the questions. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get your question game on. <laughs> These are coming off I the need cuff. To, I need to take your workshop for questions. These are coming asking. off the cuff. Oh, are, my I mean, God, I study you. A... I study you. Or I studied you. So, oh, you yeah. know, I, I want to know. Um, <laughs> well, there's, I think for me, learning and growth has been a huge driving force for any time I'm, that, that's, I, that's a necessary component for me to be happy in my life. Mm. and also being creative is a is an important part of what it means for me to be happy i need to be able to make things even if they you know even if they disappear into the ether or whatever the act of doing it and making things is important to me adventuring um there's so many things i'm doing now actually there's been so many doors i've opened this past year to to explore because i've really just been getting after new experiences again and and exploring all that there is outside of um you know basically what i was i was super focused in parkour and now i'm really expanding into just other areas that are turning on and expressing new genes like mm. i started going to uh a fight gym here in denver i mm-hmm. think that it's fascinating what that can do is like a body practice to and mind practice you know that's actually one of the things i love about fighting is what kind of mindset what frame how is it different than than parkour for example with Mm. what's required of the mind to be ready to fight versus ready to you know overcome some really big scary jump Mm. and um and just spending time with people i love of course is like that's probably one of the biggest things again for me is reconnecting in some ways with mm-hmm. being more focused on the people around me that make that make my life what it is and and getting a lot more enjoyment and pleasure out of just seeing their smiles on their faces and, uh, <laughs> and and realizing that that brings me more joy usually than trying to make my own face smile um <laughs> you know, that's great me. man that's great that's great it seems like um you are who I thought you are and more, which is great. You know, I, um, again, I really appreciate you taking the space with me here and sharing a quick minute of your time per se on mindfulness and the idea with me. Um, I really do admire a lot of what you've done in the past and what you continue to do, especially with your work with height drop. And just now as an individual, I'm learning more. I hope that the, um, the future continues to be great for you. I think, um, one of the things I noticed about your skill set, just you carved a lane for yourself that wasn't there before that I think no one saw could be there. You know, you were really good at the way you called your body into play when it came to your movement that um, whether or not you took the time to just get that way, it seemed like you had a natural sense of confidence with it. And um, that's impressive on any level. And so I just always wondered how how much of that um, spread over into your life and kind of where that came from. So thank you for at least giving me some and giving our listeners here some insight into what it means to be Brandon Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
did you have anything you want to share or you want to plug any um of your platforms or anything with the with our listeners today you know i think um well I, if you guys want to hear more from me or from some of the amazing guests like howard that i've had on my podcast i yeah. would uh, just encourage you to look up height drop online at height drop on anything basically is is you'll find the podcast there you can find me my name is Brandon Douglas with two S's, but you know, most importantly, one of the biggest things I've been living with and, and I do encourage people to, to really just look inside themselves, you know, for, for the answers sometimes, because I think right now more than anything, I think, even though I am trying to get a message out there, that's positive And I do want people to hear it. I also think that um, there's an abundance inside of us that we often ignore in in the search for for something that we have within so um that's all i'll say with that powerful thank you so much brandon once again um let's talk let's connect let's reach out soon all right thanks all right cheers howard thank you so much for having me man appreciate that no problem take care